the Living Strong Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This here is the Living Strong Podcast, and we welcome you to another edition. This, of course, is an opportunity for those MS survivors that are living with multiple sclerosis to not only just tell their story, but share other stories, talk about different issues, maybe some of those touchy issues that you may not be so comfortable about talking with other family members. But this here is a chance for us just to sit back, talk about some of the issues, share some of the stories, and most importantly, know that you are not alone in this journey of multiple sclerosis. With saying all of that, I'd like to introduce you to our guest. This evening, Henrietta Maiden, she is the First Lady of Providence Baptist Church, which they have a, a location in Cleveland and in Euclid. She is, of course, the wonderful wife of Pastor Rodney Maiden, which I'm sure many of you are very familiar with Rodney Maiden. And if you're not, just know that he is, of course, the true man of God and, of course, a member of the Kim Sellers Foundation Board. So we thank you for his service and his true spirit. First of all, welcome, Henrietta. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kim. Oh, no. Thank you, your spirit. That's always just been so, just so wonderful for me. And you won't believe the number of people that love you, girl. So really? many. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everywhere I go. My pastor's wife, Mrs. Maiden, they absolutely oh, adore you. you. They do oh, me. So let's, thank you. So let's go. Now, let's go back just a bit. Now, you've been living with multiple sclerosis for how long? Oh, my God. It's been about a good 20 years, Kim. Wow. And what were some of the symptoms? How did you know that something was a bit different? Well, what happened was, because I was still working, because I'm a nurse. I was a nurse at, um, at the hospital, at St. Luke's Hospital. And um, and what started happening, I started a lot of trips and falls. Had a lot of trips and falls. So my husband's thinking it probably was the shoes I was wearing. So he bought some bigger shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and that did not help. Yeah, so that's how it all started. And um, so after that, um, I remember I went to, um, to one of my doctors, and he was the one that told me, he said, I think the problem that you're having with the walking and, and things that you're going through is because you have, and that was the first time I heard of it multiple sclerosis didn't know what that meant wow 
didn't really understand what he meant. So we went. So he he said that I would need to go, you know, try and find um, a different doctor. And I forget. I can't remember what he told me to try out this doctor that that dealt with MS, which I did. And so he gave me a long list of things that would 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 happen. And most of what he said was true. Um, I, I was walking, but then I had difficulty in walking. And then I had to get a, um, a walker and the whole nine yards. And, and one thing led to another. Were you afraid? And, Were you afraid at any point? Um, I really wasn't afraid, but um, I just would say I was more scared because I didn't know what to expect. Gotcha. The you know, fear of the unknown. Yeah, that's it. Didn't know what to expect, and this was all new. You know, all new to me. And and uh, I had been working and doing, working at the hospital, working at home, and taking care of my family, my home. How old were your kids at that time? My oldest daughter, Kristen, was um, I think she was fourteen. And I think the twins were about 10. Gotcha. So I had three, yeah, three children that I had to take care of. And what changed for them at that time? They didn't understand what was going on with mommy. Because they had no idea what MS was. And what did you tell and, them? And so I tried to explain what was going on with mommy. And I remember my kids were saying, Mommy, we don't want to hear about that. Oh. She said, we don't want to hear about it. And um, I tried to explain, you know, what might happen, what could happen. And they were saying, we don't want to hear about it. So. Do you think they were in denial? Do you think they were just scared? So they just didn't want to believe that was going to happen. Okay, thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Listen, that that's your baby. Oh, your grandbaby. Bless yeah. her heart. So does she know? Does she yeah, have an idea? I I didn't. I wouldn't really didn't. And I remember um I went to um um he suggested that I see Dr. Um Connery, who was supposedly going to be a specialist. Mm-hmm. With MS, his name was Dr. Connolly, and um, he was wonderful. But the interesting thing is now Dr. Connolly died. Whoa. Not, yeah, not too long ago, he died. And so that was difficult. That was a difficult thing because I had been with him from the beginning. You know, he was the one who told me about him and what to expect and and um, he was an excellent excellent doctor now what have you done to pretty much manage your MS well um I try to I try to get plenty of rest that's one of the things you know with MS mm-hmm. 
She wants you to have plenty of rest and things of that nature. And uh, but basically, I can't do things that I used to do. So I have no choice sometimes but to rest. And um, yeah, give me some examples. What are what are some of the things that you miss the most? You know what I really miss the most is being able to to go and do things for myself like mm. I used to. You know, because yes, everywhere indeed. I go, I have to go with someone or yes, someone indeed. has to take me. Or, and I never can have me time as they say. Right, right. I always, I always have to be with someone. Um, Cause I have, but I've had some some good, you know, some good ones, you know. Um, you know, some of my family members. We always talk about that, and yeah. sometimes they'll say, "Well, we're so worried about you. Who's there with you?" Said nobody right now, and I like it that way. I don't want to see I'm, anybody. Some, I know. Sometimes they get upset, but sometimes you just need that downtime, you it's know. True. And with my four girls. Who have all, you know, I'm an empty nester now, thank goodness. They think I that I miss them, but I got news for them. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. I'm enjoying it. I they, know, I know. They have no Yeah, because all, all, my, all my girls are grown, too. And I just have my grandbaby. Just one? It, just one. Just one, look at you. So, she is so precious. Oh, I'm sure Very she is. Precious. So I just t- have her. It's the only one I have. It's my one grandbaby. So tell me about the the diet that you and your family started. How it got started. How it's doing. Oh, and if you're still Well, doing. you know what? That started. I'm telling you how it started. My husband and I, one day we watched. Um, um, what the hell? We health? were watching TV and we watched this. What the what, what the hell? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. we watched that. It'll change and, your uh, life forever. Yes, indeed. Yes. And they talked about me because he was totally against eating flesh is what he would call it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's a vegan diet. So we decided as a family that, um, that we were going to try it. And so... <laughs> so my husband he was like okay we're gonna give it a shot for a while see how it works and things of that nature but once we got started it you know we realized it was the best thing for us but I'm always and, I'm always stunned by trying to be a vegan or a vegetarian because okay. I don't know what else to eat so what exactly do you eat that maybe is your go-to meal? Um, hmm. well, well, basically, we can eat just about, you know, we learned our diet. We learned to eat more um, plant-based foods, mm-hmm. you know, and cut out a lot of um, definitely no fast food and things of that nature. Gotcha. Things with a lot of carbs and whatnot. But once we... But once we started eating, it just became a lifestyle. You really don't miss the meat. You really didn't miss it. Oh, I'm struggling, Henrietta. 
You can do it. You can find other things to replace it that are just as good. That's one of the things that um, that that we learned. If you can find other things to replace that meat that tastes just as good, you won't mm. miss it. Well, I will tell you that I don't eat a lot of meat, and the older I've gotten, a lot of meat doesn't. Um, you know, I, I don't miss a lot of it. But I will admit that every once in a while, I need a couple pieces of bacon. Just oh, a couple. That was my, oh, I love bacon. Girl. Don't oh go God. there. Don't go there. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I love me some fried chicken, maybe just once in a blue moon. Not, not often. I understand. But, yeah, but um, um, but that that was one of my, my things, too. I love, I love bacon. Nice, crispy bacon, but... Has the change? Have you seen a difference? Mm-hmm. I have, and I think, and I think that's why, you know, I'm doing as well as that I am. Yeah, I have seen a difference. I really have. I really, really have. What would you like to share with maybe your family members or those that are close to you about MS that maybe they don't know something they don't know about you? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think how I can answer that. Um, Don't worry about being nice. Don't worry about being nice. <laughs> Just tell them. Well, I'm not sure how to answer that, Kim. You know, I'm not really sure, I to be honest to. with you. I have to remind many of my family members that I simply have challenges with my walking ability, but my mind is completely sharp. So don't let the wheelchair fool you. I have mm-hmm. to always remind them, you know, that, you know, I'll tell you what irritates me the most, and this has really absolutely nothing to do with my family. But when I go to the grocery store and I'm with someone, they see that you're seated in a chair and you have items to check out. And they look at the other person and say, well, does she want one or two? Does she want paper or plastic? I'm like, hello, I talk. I can hear you. You know, but sometimes people think that because you're using a device, that you can't exactly. process what they're saying. So a lot of times that irritates. It exactly. irritates my soul. How has it been with your family at the church? It seems like they have a like unconditional love, love for you. How have they treated you since being diagnosed and watching, you know, maybe how your life has changed to a to, to some degree? One of the things is that I, I came to the realization early on that the majority of the people, loved ones, family, they don't understand. They do not have a good grasp of what MS is. They don't really understand what we're going through. They don't, you know, they just, 
for whatever reason, they don't have a true understanding of what MS is. You can try to tell them, and then they just see, you know, that you're walking differently or whatever the case may be, but they really don't understand. And so that was very difficult for me because most people don't really understand MS. They call it something else, you know, mm-hmm. while you're walking the way that you're walking or while you're using a walker mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. But they really don't have a good understanding. And it got to the point with me, I just um, realized that they can't understand. Most people don't understand such as myself, you don't understand a lot of things until it actually happens to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you like them to know? I would, you know what? I would like for them to, um, I don't want to be babies. I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me or anything like that. I would just like for you to, um, to just be more understanding, not not trying to baby me or feel like, you know, don't baby. Just, just, just treat me like you treated me before you knew I had a mess. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'd like to make sure that everyone knows that we do have a website that shares lots of information about what MS is. You know, we, we, we have other stories on the website about others as well we allow them to tell their story and so we we would love for people to check out the website it's kimsellersfoundation.org and of course you can always check out our Facebook page as well then you can always pull up the previous podcast the shows by simply uh, pulling up wherever you get your podcast from best believe we're right there so know that and I want to make sure I say this because Providence Baptist Church has no doubt been just a blessing for the Kim Sellers Foundation then every year you guys have every year we do the MS Awareness Day then that'll be coming up I believe in May again so please you know everyone stay tuned we'll share that information but of course just an opportunity for those of you to give as God has no doubt blessed you. First Lady, we love you. We thank love you so you much. Most. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so Kim. much for joining us. We thank you. Okay, this, thank you as well. This no doubt has been another edition of the Living Strong Podcast. Until next time. Mm-hmm.